Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, perhaps your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer and joining me as always is Jeremy Bradetich. Hello. Uh, Jeremy. Well-traveled <laughs> Jeremy has arrived. Weathered. Weathered. No, not weathered. Just tired. Just, just, <laughs> just, just a little bit tired. You've, uh, you've, you've been in, in, within the space of one week, like from, like you could pick a point on Sunday, yesterday, and, and go back exactly one week. And from between those two, between those two points of time, you're in three different states across uh, those 168 hours or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Across, yes. From, Yes, from one from one Sunday to another Sunday to another Sunday, I would have been in three different states of Australia. Um, Not even one Sunday to another. Even just the just the because you kept, you were still in Sydney last Sunday. Yeah, but I left before I would have left the following Sunday. Um, but but Sunday one, I was in Melbourne. Sunday two, I was in Sydney. Sunday three, I was in Adelaide. That is yeah. for sure. Yeah, and that's messed up, man. <laughs> A bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was there was a weird feeling of like, I like, I was describing. So so I'd never been to Adelaide before, and mm. I and I'd. Uh, it's cool there. Yeah, and 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 I I went to Sydney um last week or the, two weeks ago as I said last week um, but uh I was describing what it feels like to be in Sydney to be in Adelaide compared to being in Melbourne as someone who has lived in Melbourne all of his life and is like only getting a little bit more familiar with Sydney now after being there twice in a year um, and spending like a longer stay there. Mm. Um, and then compared to being in Adelaide, which I'd never been to before, because, you know, they're all like three major Australian cities. And there's a lot of like, it's funny, like going uh, like a, what feels like a great distance and getting there and there's just more Australians. Like it's it like, <laughs> like as, as someone who doesn't go overseas very much, it's funny to it's funny to be in a in a in a place that feels very similar to home, but everything is just completely different. Um, so, are you saying that you're more used to like international travel than you are national? Travel? No, no. Like, w- w- what I'm saying is, it's like it's like I'm still going to Australia, but like getting out of an airport in an area like Adelaide Airport, um, the area feels like the suburb of Tullamarine. It's right. the same like geography, same time of day as what I'm used to. Um, you know, like it's it's the same language, it's the same type of people, all that stuff, right? But like it's just definitely nowhere I've been before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way I found out how to describe it, and I will take no further questions about the way I'm describing this. Um, when you say, what do you mean? I'm just going to not answer that. Okay. So Melbourne is, is Melbourne. S- Sydney... <laughs> Is, what do you mean? <laughs> Sydney is Melbourne, but italicized. Um, and if Melbourne is uh, a sans serif font, Adelaide is serif. And I don't know those off the top of my head. Uh, serif is like the little curly bits at the end of a letter, whereas um, sans serif means no curly bits. Oh, sans! Oh, it's sans is in French, as in sans. Yes, as in as in not. So Adelaide is is serif. serif. Yes, Adelaide is serif. Melbourne is sans serif. Yeah. Sans serif. Yeah. 
I would love anyone who is who is interstate. In- I don't think that's true. I I got the, my vibe with Adelaide was that it was it was just a bit less of it, everything. Yeah, but what was there? There was a little bit more like. It like it felt like you've been to like it was a bit more hoity-toity, wasn't no, it? No, like not even hoity-toity. Just like like a little bit more. Like you've been to Bendigo, right? There's like there's a little bit yep. of like ornate um, decoration on like you know. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That little, kind of like old city kind of well, old for Australia, yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. Whereas Melbourne doesn't really have that. Melbourne's got its older buildings, but overall, if yeah. it's it's like a modern. It's a modern city, metropo- yeah. like metropole city. Um, yeah. Whereas Adelaide didn't give me that as much. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean the the I like the I'm most familiar with like the CBD of Adelaide, and then when I was there, it was part of like band camp like ten years ago. Yeah, and so we bounced from like schools and like we went to the zoo and stuff like that. But yeah. um, we went to the zoo as well. <laughs> I know you did because you. I think uh, you're. Uh, Tootie, who you were with, posted pictures of otters. I'm like, that was my favorite part of that zoo when we went there ten years ago. I'm so glad you saw otters. It was so good too because I so so my weekend was I I went to a party on Friday night, mm-hmm. um, knowing that I was going to be on a plane at six a.m. the next day. I went oh, to I, I mantra. I went to one party Saturday night, and then I get a call from Tootie because we're both going to a different party after that. After we, we were both at one party. Different parties. You said Saturday night. Sorry. Friday night. So yeah, sorry. I get a call from Judy Friday night while we're both at different parties. Oh. Knowing knowing that we were both going to meet at party number two. And then I was going to go back to his crash. Going to go from there to the airport. Airport, right. Um, I get a call from him and this party is on the other side of Melbourne to where he's at. And he's like, it's going to take me an hour and a bit to get there. We're gonna be there for less than an hour, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, and it's gonna take us like forty minutes to get back to his place. Oh, that's atrocious. He's like, it's probably not worth it for me to come, and I'm like, I've got a terrible idea for us. What if <laughs> we stay up all night? <laughs> wow, and, that is a terrible idea. You're right. He goes, that's a terrible idea, and we think about it for a little bit. He goes, like, yeah, right. Like, like let's just let's just fucking do it. And so, so what you go to party number two and then yeah so so what? so we both stay at our, our our individual parties number one, um, longer than we expected to then go to party number two and stay way longer than we expected. We probably got back to his at about two thirty or three. Oh, uh, he then went to sleep. You, I stayed up. I was going to say, did you nap? No, I stayed up playing Mario Wonder. Um, and then I and then and then I had a cold shower and we left at about five forty five. Got to Melbourne Airport at about six. Um. Took off at about seven. I'm too old for this story. I'm not even, I'm not even like, I'm too old to hear these details. So it took off at about seven, got there at about seven because that's how time dilation works. Um, time dilation? <laughs> yeah. Like you fucking flew close to a black hole? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then <laughs> our festival started at midday. Our hotel chicken was two. We didn't super care about a lot of the gigs that were happening until about no, 30 or five. Like that's that's all kinds of like local acts and like and that's great for them. But yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. So it's we not were, why you fly in from Melbourne to go yeah, to them. But basically, we couldn't crash until two. So so I was up at this point for like over a day. I'm now suddenly in Adelaide. What do you do? You go to the zoo. <laughs> Good call, honestly. Yeah, so we saw some animals. It was really good. They've got pandas there. They got pandas there. They got both pandas and red pandas. Um, Mm. 
what was really funny was because I was so tired and so loopy, but like I, I had a consistent amount of energy because I timed when I stopped drinking from the previous party I, and then I had a ton of water, tanked my hangover on the plane, landed my hangover had all but gone, then had coffee after I got on the plane. Um, like also after I landed, then had food, then had a juice that was far too healthy for what I was feeling at that point. I thought that, that moment, but it probably did wonders for my insides. Yeah. Um, uh, it's probably what, maybe one of the main reasons you made it through the whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there, there's a lot of decisions that I made that were right to counteract the terrible decision of staying up all night. But God. what happened is, is I was like, I was pretty tired and getting a little bit loopy. And so I like walk up to the front desk of the zoo and I'm, and I, and she's like, hello. I'm like, hello, one ticket to the zoo, please. And, <laughs> and Tootie like, I thought you were on something. Tootie like cracks up laughing to the point that we repeated what I said for the rest of that night. <laughs> Between that and me repeatedly asking asking him, what would you do if there was a bear right next to you right now? <laughs> what, at the zoo? <laughs> Just anywhere. <laughs> uh, it was good fun. Saw Jamiroquai, saw Nile Rogers, saw Sheik. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wonderful. You posted stuff. some videos. I'd love to hear about uh, your 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 time there. But that's a, I think that, we've, I think we've officially a... hit our cap of non-gaming related yeah, uh, yeah. discussion for the front of the episode. That, so we're going to... That, that's like a pre or post... That's like a mid or post show thing. Yeah, that's something we'll enjoy with Twitch chat. So uh, stick yeah. around chat if you want to hear about uh, Jeremy's... Uh, I can only assume transcendental moment of seeing Jamiroquai live. Oh, oh. Um, so before we do that with chat in the break or in the post show, we're going to talk about video games because <laughs> believe it or not, that's what this whole podcast is about. Uh, if you weren't aware, Minimap... Uh, .com.au is our website and it's where we host all kinds of things including this podcast, the Minimap Cast. Can you tell I'm not reading my script? Uh, I can. <laughs> the Minimap Cast goes live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in just a second. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, um, it's very rarely about Halloween parties and South Australia, but hey, thanks. Um, <laughs> make sure to tell your friends about us and uh, give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. It makes a huge difference. Only takes a few seconds. Uh, if you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, uh, make sure to follow us on social media. We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, we're also on Blue Sky, but I don't remember what the thing is. There's Minimap at... Minimap.com.au. Minimap yeah, well, yeah. Um, I can change it right now. That's a great idea. Uh, so, yeah, if you join us live, you can hang into the chat. You can hear Jeremy's uh, live music festival in the different state stories and uh, that and so much more. So if you're around on a Monday night, we'd love to see you there. We wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv. Oh, pardon me. I'm 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 choking up on my words. Let me start that again. So emotional. I, I, I know. I just love Shook so much. Although I, I do. We wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, uh, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. If you'd like to help keep the mics and lights on over here, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access. Access, not excess, access. 
<laughs> for all episodes of the Minimap Cast, extra bonus features, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Jeremy. Kerry. I've got a couple of things to talk about. One, the, the, But the big one for this week that we'll be spending the majority of the time talking about is Spider-Man 2. And I, I am... I just really want to quickly interject. It worked. The The Blue Sky handle for Minimap is now just minimap.com.au. Minimap.com.au. Same as the, same as the website. That's great. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? That is cool. A little confusing, but cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. You'll, you'll know people have made it when people start having like IGN handles. But that would be such a bloody pain because like if you change your employment, then you have to like change your entire Blue Sky domain. Uh, or, it's, it's, actually pretty, it's not that hard. It's, it's actually not that hard. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, 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 it's pretty easy. Set, okay. Setting it up is more annoying than changing it later. Yeah, um, which is like a admin thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's there's processes around that stuff, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, that will be when Blue Skies made it when people have like, oh, I'm 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 under the 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 IGN Blue Sky domain, like whatever whatever that means. Yeah, probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the main thing we're going to be talking about is Spider Man this week. But before we do that, we've got a couple of things to check in with. Um, I wanted to mention and and have a little story time uh, about something I couldn't talk about last week, which was Ghost Runner 2. Yes. Uh, I was, we were hours away from the embargo when that, when we recorded our episode live last week. In fact, all versions of the show that went live after the Twitch stream came out after the embargo for Ghost Runner 2 came out. Like it was right after the show ended basically. Uh, But I wrote a review for that game and it's really uh, good. It's really good. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think it's got oh, some of the I, best moments. I meant your review is really good. <laughs> oh, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, you yeah, haven't played it, but yeah, no, you know, it's good because you wrote my review. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, but it's a really good game. I, I'm i not going to go over the review because you, if you want to know what, what my main thoughts are, I wrote a whole thing. You can go read that on minimap.com.au. Uh, but what I did want to talk about is it does have, if you if you find yourself with spare time, if you like neon white and like leaderboard chases and first person shooter platforming go fast kind of things then this is a great kind of entry into that genre it hits it ticks a lot of the boxes that neon white does um also if you enjoy uh sort of cyberpunk uh in like cyberpunk traversal and like it's a really good cyberpunk world which i think is really fun but the, the leaderboard chasing is so good. It's just, you know, when you, you, it, how do I, how do I describe this? I don't know. It's, it's just so fun to do. And it's something that is not a constant part of my like gaming experience, right? Like I won't always be thinking about leaderboard chases, but when we're playing Astrobot. Astro on Astrobot's playroom when on the PS5, yeah. and we're doing those speedrun challenges. It's so much fun to to like publicly blast you on Twitter when I when I beat your score, and then yeah. you have that story forever of of you drunkenly hanging out with your housemates, and then you get that notification live, and then you try and beat it with your with your housemates I like do it. that night, and I did it, <laughs> and you did it, and like it it 
it's that same feeling. It's why neon white works so well, and and it's well and truly alive in this game. Um, and I alluded to that in my review, but what I wanted to tell you about on this podcast was something that happened this weekend. I got to, so it's been a lot of like, oh, I got to play Ghost Runner, I got to play Spider-Man, got to play Mario Wonder, got to play this and got to play that, got to play Alan Wake. We're doing that today, right? But yesterday I got up and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Feeling a bit flat this morning, not sure. Uh, I'm going to sit down at my computer. What do I want to do? I don't know. Oh, I'll do Ghost Runner. And my Steam list of friends playing that game is sparse. Uh, the only person I've got playing is actually Mitchell from IGN who did their review. And so I've got his leaderboard times in there. And we have we've we we haven't gone back and forth on any level except one, the first one. <laughs> yeah, because he he's oh, like we had a bit of shit talk in one of the chat. Like oh, I see you coming for my scores. I'm like, yeah, watch out. <laughs> like totally. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna get him. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm a little scared. I'm like, Mitchell's really good at like a lot of games. <laughs> like anyway, so he 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 um. What was it? I think I went back to the first level. I bopped his, his, I did as good a score as I could in that first level. I'm like, ah, here, top that. And he was like, okay, bad. (laughs) And he fucked up my score. So it's like a four, I got like a four minute, five, four minute, five second record or something like that. And he brought it down to three minutes, 52. And at the time I got my four minutes, five, I was like, I don't really know where I can shave off more than like a second or two throughout this whole thing and then mitchell comes in beating my record by like 12 seconds i'm like 12 seconds fuck and then i didn't touch the game for a week right that was right as i like published my review he 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 bopped mine i'm like oh i'll get to that so i sat down on my computer yesterday i'm like i'm gonna beat this record (laughs) jeremy this is a four minute level yeah not only did i want to beat because the the leaderboards there there are time leaderboards and there are death leaderboards so it's getting through it with the lowest number of deaths and getting through it with the high, with the fastest time. Yeah. And I had it in my head that, I mean, not only is it faster if you don't die because then you're not going back to checkpoints, but I also had it in my head that I wanted to do this zero deaths. Yeah. And like the respawns are fast, you know? It's like faster than Celeste. It's really quick. But, you know, every respawn is is wasted wasted milliseconds. And so I'm I'm... I'm getting back into the groove. I haven't picked up the game in a week and I'm, I'm dying on the first thing. And I'm like, okay, how do I maximize my speed? It's like jump, dash, slide into it, jump again, roll around, jump, dash, slide. And this is the first like five seconds. I'm like, I'm, I'm going, I'm maximizing my movement as much as possible. And I'm dying and I'm dying and I'm dying. It takes me like an hour to get to the end of the, the level. And I'm like, well, that wasn't even faster than my old one. But like, at least I did it once. <laughs> it took me three hours and it was, and I and I improved the score once, and I got it to within two seconds. But I was two, I was still two seconds over. I'm like, and by the time I get to that final arena, like there's like ten enemies in the final room. You have to kill them to open a door, and then through that door is like a like twenty meter corridor that leads to an elevator. And the end of the level is when you hit the elevator button. That's when the timer stops. And so as soon as you kill the last enemy, the door unlocks, and I'm mm-hmm. like. I kill him and I'm like, go, 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 go. And I'm smashing the dash button, running out my stamina. I'm like, get to the button. And I'm running and I hit it. And I'm like, what's the time? But after three hours, I did finally beat it. Three hours? Three hours on a four minute level. (laughs) So right now the record stands. Mine's at three minutes, 50 seconds. And Mitchell's is at 351. 
Nice. And nice. I'm so scared for if he, yeah, if he comes gonna, and, and takes that one over. You're going to get like a message at like 4 a.m. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's not like, in on, Australia. On like Friday and it's going to be like like beaten by eight seconds or something. Yeah, I know. I know. He also like also now that people have the game, like there are going to be speedrun strats found. There are going to be optimal movement tech. Yeah. There is going to be optimal movement tech. So just yeah. wanted to share that story. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's. I love. I love that shit. Like, it reminds me of the. It's good in every game. We did it in Mario Odyssey. I was just, that, I was just about was to a... bring it up. Mario Odyssey when we did the RC car race and we would just tweet at each other and like, look. Realistically, back then Twitter was a lot easier to just get around more and more people on on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's good to just like be competitive over something that like there's a competitive aspect to it, but it's not the point. But that also mm-hmm. kind of makes it a little bit f- more fun because mm-hmm. if it's sometimes if it's an intensely competitive, directly competitive thing, um, there's a level of uh, skill that like we're partly not as interested in, um, mm. like 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 a racing sim, for example. Like I think, uh, like you and me, and like you know the people that we would race against. Like we're not super interested in like shaving off one thousandth of a millisecond around like the you know like a a real life course with real life cars, but when it's something a little bit more fantastical, a little bit more like potential different approaches to things, um, and then trying to figure out like why do you have five seconds on me? Like what are you doing? Yeah. Like what are you doing completely different to me? And it's not that neon white thing of of seeing like ghosts in front of you either, which I think is really helpful. I like not seeing ghosts in front of me and being like, I don't know how you're faster than well, me, no, but, but you are. In neon, neon white, you only see your ghost. You don't see other people's ghosts. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like you see your ghost and then you're like, okay, I've done that as perfect as I can, but you've still got eight seconds. Then like you and I are doing something very different and I need to try yeah. and work out what that is. Yeah. So... Because then the, the most amazing thing in the world is, right, it's like sometimes you, you're like, okay, you've got four seconds on me. You're skipping something that I'm not. You then find something that gets you eight seconds on top of them and like, mm. okay, that wasn't a four-second skip. That was an eight-second skip that I found, which means that you're not doing something that I'm not doing and I'm not doing and I'm doing something that you're not doing. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what that each, what each other's thing is yet, but yeah. I can then potentially find an additional force. It's, it's so fucking fun. It's so good. Yeah. That first level, I think there's less of it, mostly because it's the first level, right? So it's fairly linear and tutorialized in the combat arenas. But sure. like in in the future encounters, so many of those arenas are very open-ended. Yeah. Like they give you like three ways forward. Like there's a grind rail on the left. There's a boost jump up to the right to an upper level. Ultimately, you have to go around and kill all of those enemies in, across the whole arena. Yeah. But what's the fastest way you can pull that off? Yeah. 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 It's good. I should go back to Neon White. <laughs> yeah, you should also play Ghost Runner too. I should it's also got some of the, It's not the... I, you know, I didn't give it a 10. Um, it's not the best game, but it does have some of the best moments yeah. in games that I have played this year. And I loved one. Like, I, I want more one, so... You need a sec. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, there was a there was a big crash sound, like a like a maybe a drop ball or something. Yeah. Just messaging Sam to see if everything's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, also, I just want to touch briefly on Alan Wake 2. I just played a couple of hours today. Um, ideally, we're going to talk about that more next week if we get enough time with it. Um, Hopefully. But yeah, Jeremy does want to play Alan Wake 1 beforehand, which he has started already. So maybe maybe that'll be in a, a couple of weeks. Then. Yeah. But also, the game's like 25 or 30 hours long, so no promises. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we schedule that in, in for a couple of weeks and just have a big like Alan Wake episode or something like that yeah like, it, it's funny because yeah, cool. lo- looking at the episodes ahead because we've we're, we're, we're into like we've got about 10 episodes between now or like less than 10 episodes between now and the end of the year like we might just maybe start filling those out with like a whole game and it's like it's because we've got a bunch of big games we're still in that season we're still right? in that like, season and it's it's gonna be there actual close to the end of the year there's still a handful of big games coming out so also, are we are we still going to do that uh, Ocarina of Time re- anniversary retrospective? That's a solid maybe, and there's maybe maybe we can write something. Word on the internet is there might be some things happening around that space soon, b- based on a like an actual analyst in Japan who tweeted the words ZR. 2023 and then deleted those tweets about 10 minutes later yeah which was very weird like really out of character so like very weird yeah who knows um but those maybe maybe in time for the for that the the anniversary that we might see that finally so i've been playing just a little bit of element two today um it's been getting a lot of buzz since it came out last week like a lot of buzz like a surprising amount of buzz like a how did they fit another game like this into this year kind of buzz. Yeah. Um and I've I've put two hours in. It's it's a it's a slow kind of set of things. Um it's quite interesting. Spent the majority I was gonna say the majority of my time spent basically the, the entirety of my time with Saga, who's the new character in this game, new playable character. Um you do play as Alan Wake at some point in this game, but I haven't hit it yet. Um and it's very interesting. It's very fascinating. Very, you know, it, Alan Wake's whole conceit is that, like, you know, the story's happening and you find pages that Alan has wrote about the story as it's happening or before it happens or after it happens. Um, there's there's so many cool little things with this, though. And this is all opening hours kind of stuff, and I'll speak generally. But, you know, these pages that you find, when you pick them up now, they are very, very definitely these objects, these special objects, very akin to what you would find in Control, where they've got it's it's the the identical like warping effect that they had in Control around those special objects, and it's, and it's very clear that that is what we're dealing with in this game is yeah. is stuff around Control. And this is speaking as someone who only played the first like quarter of that game, maybe less. Um, I never really vibed with it that much, but the the. We know it's in the same universe. Objects of power is what it is called in Of power, yes. Um, And and it's cool seeing that link in, but it's not not ham-fisted. It just is, like, how it is. Um, It's also funny because, uh, you know, this is after the events of the first Alan Wake, and the the whole... There's an area near the lake that's been entirely fenced off for, like, 12 years since Alan Wake went missing by the Federal Bureau of Control. And... And there are FBC uh, facilities and signs all over the place. And it's not, again, it's not ham-fisted. It's just how it is. Yeah, it, um, it's just that universe. And I think it's really, I, it's a really fun layer 
honestly, on the whole experience. I'm really enjoying that level of it. Um, Because I know what control is. I know what the FBC is. And so whether Sargon knows it or not, I'm I'm a bit like, oh, I wonder what this thing that is here does or whatever, you know. So that's a fun thing. Saga has, there's this mechanic called um, the mind place where you, you go it, and it's where you can like put together clues on like a big board, but it's in, basically it's in Saga's head, right? And she's like, let me meditate it for a second, this imagined space. And then she can put things together. And that's where she keeps her maps. It's on the wall next to the evidence board. And she's got her like case files on people on the desk behind the evidence board. And she's, and there's little keepsakes and whatever. And so we do your upgrades. But there's this there's this feature called profiling where they described in the game as like, oh, Saga has uh, experience with profiling people. And so she can get into the mind, she can try to get into the minds of certain people based on evidence and experiences. And that, like, it's an interesting idea where they, with the evidence board, you know, you, you, you find bits of evidence and then you piece it together to certain things. And it's pretty linear. There's not really much like... Um, real deducing you need to do. You can't draw an incorrect conclusion. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which means you can, if you get it wrong, you could just find where it goes. Especially because like, if you have a clue that's not relevant to a conclusion you haven't drawn, if if you have a clue that's relevant to a conclusion you haven't drawn yet, it just says, it it puts a sticker on it that says later or something like that, or like not now. So you can't even use ones that aren't even relevant to you. Um, Like, oh, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like a, was it a Prince of Persia sense of time? When when you yeah. die in that game, the, the whole conceit is he's telling the story. Yeah. And you die and he's like, no, 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 that didn't happen. Um, but when you do this profiling thing, it's like, oh, I can get into the minds. And she's like, she sits down at this table and and she's like, wow, why was the victim by the lake? She asks herself this question. And then she hears the character talk. And it becomes much more cryptic and much more imagined and and quite strange um, and and usually a bit like antagonistic. Like it seems like these these bit these things that are speaking to her are kind of a bit intense. And maybe that plays into the story. Maybe they have fun with it. I don't know. It's just a it's just a bare bones mechanic for what it is at the moment. But yeah. basically, what it is, it's a lot of really simplified um, reasons for them to just give you a clue. Basically, <laughs> like she draws these, especially because what the these these character apparition ghost things that she hears when she asks these questions, what they're saying is so cryptic half the time. And then she's like, Oh, they came from the lake because of this. I'm like, what, what the fuck do you, what? (laughs) Like so many times you sit down and she's like, Oh, these people stole something from the crime scene. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Not only is that does that have nothing to do with what those apparitions just said to you, but there's no way that you as a as a person who's good at profiling would be able to make that clarification. Like I'm like, okay. So while they've put all these sort of things together, this profiling mechanic kind of sticks out to me as a sore thumb of like, all right, this is just this is just kind of weird. I hope they play with it soon cuz like I'm 2 hours in and I'm already like this is this is one layer that like could have been like you could have just had her say something out loud in yeah. real life yeah right. and that would have been fine yeah I, I, i've heard that as like maybe the thing that doesn't quite gel as much as the rest of the game because i i saw someone yeah. compare it to the fucking the mind palace scenes in sherlock the tv show 
oh yeah yeah okay and like those scenes are fucking dumb like those scenes are like maybe the worst part of that whole show i really like that show like i I think that show is fine but like i think that those scenes in particular are like this is like stupid um (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) like this is this is the like he's an idiot if he's doing this is is is, <laughs> is what I mean, um, and like I've seen like like I've seen that co- that comparison as like a as like a negative, um, so I like maybe don't prepare for it to get like incredible. Um, no, that's the thing, and yeah. like it's it's not offensively bad. No, like, it's fine. no, it yeah, and it does add to the vibe. Like I said, with the with those sure. with those things of the with the characterizations of those of those thoughts of those characters in that moment like it is interesting um it's just like being able to hear alan's voice read out the page yes like yeah it's like it it adds it doesn't subtract it's just a bit like what (laughs) one of the things that i really like about the federal bureau of control being in in alan wake now um and like and like I haven't played the control DLC, the, the Alan Wake control DLC, so I'm I'm not sure where that like how early that link gets generated and, and I'm not sure how Alan actually like links into control in that DLC yet. Mm, um yeah. but like are you familiar with the um SCP foundation, Kerry? The 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 the, the, the on- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SPC, that's where you get your your canned peaches yeah, and, um, uh-huh, yeah. and 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 tin beans. No, uh, SCP. I I, ve- I I vaguely remember it, but it's basically like the genre that Control is a part of, right? It's the subject matter that it delves into. <laughs> kind of. It's a little bit more specific than that, in the sense that like SCP Foundation is like a, it's kind of like a like a collective work, um, where. Yeah, this is why I never remember what this actually means. It's yeah. such a nebulous fucking thing. Well, like, like, but it's 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 it it is it is like specific. But it, what it is, it's 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 like a collective fictional work where people will write fictional SCP case files about a paranormal thing that they have just written about. It's just a story, and it stands for like secure, like control protect or something like that is is mm. is or secure contain protect i think is what it is um yeah. where it's about like uh just like people are writing like mostly short form like sci-fi horror um stories about things that this um men in black style uh yeah. in- invisible organization um yeah like ha- everyday things have gone wrong Kind of, yeah. And, and, yeah. and they're just running case files as part of this larger collective and they give each case file a number and usually they don't overwrite numbers so that it all feels like it's all connected in one big way and there's, you know, hundreds of entries and, and hundreds of writers and it's this kind of, like, it was, it was part of a Wikipedia that people would just build out, um, which, is, which is what Control directly leans into, which is this idea that there is this thing and and i think it works like like this this entity that exists and can exist in multiple remedy games um going forward at least Mm. um that i think alan wake specifically neatly fits into like i think that the world Mm -hmm. of alan wake can fit into this world where there's there's like a lot of fucking weird shit going on that can be you know connected through the world like shield connected through all the marvel movies at the beginning right like it was yeah. it's a very easy uh 
style of entity to to bring a a a shared narrative um, hmm. together with. Um, and it's very authentic. Totally, yeah, yeah. Like for for control being something that came to be after Alan Wake, and for now control to be a part of the sequel to Alan Wake, it feels fine. Like it doesn't feel bad. It yeah. doesn't feel like a retcon. Totally. You know? Yeah. 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 They're, like they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the acting. I'm enjoying the visuals. Yeah, nice. I'm enjoying the stylization. I love. Why is it that Remedy? are the only people who can use the actor who plays Max Payne. Because I love that guy's voice and I want to hear it in more things that aren't just Max Payne, one, two, three, control, and now this. Oh, like, I want to hear it more. He's so good. As in the, the Max Payne 3 voice. Oh, like, is he not the, I guess he's not the one for the first character. But yeah, the Max Payne 3 voice. Right, yeah. Well, because like... Well, but like it... You know, like, but yeah, as in, and, and you're not, not talking about Sam Lake. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. I'm talking about the voice actor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now he is voicing the visual model of Sam Lake in this game. Sam Lake being the creative director of Remedy. And he's like, Saga's like, like boss slash sidekick in the start of this game. Yeah. And, but and... voiced by the same person who voices Max Payne in Max Payne 3 and also the the former head of the Bureau of Control. And also Control. the former face of Max Payne from Max Payne 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. He's so, it's so weird. Yeah. It's cool. I yeah. like it. I like, and he seems like in completely good spirits about all of this stuff. Like, it's not like a, it's not like, like, like I, 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 I really like it when, artists actually put themselves in their thing. I think it's funny. Like, I loved it when... Like, I loved seeing, like, Alfred Hitchcock cameos in Alfred Hitchcock films because he was in all of them. And and Peter Jackson is in all of the Lord of the Rings movies, for example, just as, like, tiny bit roles or just background characters. I think that's You hilarious. must really love the Russos in the Avengers, then. That was one of the few times where I'm like, man, you don't, you don't actually know how to do this properly, huh? Um, that was me just then just I know. throwing the ball to you. <laughs> um, but for example, like James Gunn is the motion capture for Groot dancing in all three of the Guardians films. Nice. And that's such like a, like you are that, like that is you really yeah. in that movie. Um, so yes, yeah, like, you know, and like, I enjoy seeing Kojima in it. I think in, in, the, in a Metal Gear and Death Stranding, I think that's funny. But mm. like, I think Sam like kind of gets it a bit more. Like he's a bit more like not as yeah like, uppity about it. I mean, I worry that it's like maybe an egotistical thing. Um, like just like you know, you see that, and it's like, oh, the head of the studio is a main character in the game. Like I think, like it's a, like I don't know enough about Remedy or Sam Lake to draw my own conclusion before well, that. I do know that he didn't. Uh, he didn't direct control. Like that was one of the few games that he wasn't like in charge of, but he was still right. in it. And so I can, I can imagine there must be part of the DNA of the studio where they're like, like, all right, where can we put him? <laughs> yeah, totally. And like, he's, he's been there for so long. Like, I think he's been there since the first Max Payne game and maybe before. Um, and he loves, he loves doing the Max Payne face as well, which is good. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. like weird scrunched up, like weird fucking face. It's so funny. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, no, he's, he, he does seem cool. He was on kind of funny recently. Um, but yeah, I think so long as it's not just an ego thing, if it is more of a like uh, a studio in-joke yeah. thing, like that's fine. But if it's him being like, 
you haven't found a way to put me in this game yet. Why not? Like, you know, like... <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, that's what I have been imagining. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, game's cool. It's early days. But like I said in the pre-show, I was like, I just found myself thinking about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. when we were, when we had a down moment, I was like... It, and, like, not really that much has even happened in the game. And I'm sitting here, like, thinking about it. Like, Tone. that's cool. Tone and vibes, apparently huh? it gets to, like, some moments. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad I never got to the one in control, but I just, I just don't love that game. I, I wonder if I did. I wonder if you went back, if you might like it now. I had that thought playing this, like interacting with some of the the FPC stuff here. I'm like, what if this game gets me in enough to enjoy more out of control? Like, maybe, and then maybe I, I, I stop trying to stop. I, I stop trying to read all of the the documents you find along the way because all that stuff is so fucking dry. It's yeah. like redacted documents and like i love all that stuff in other games but i just don't care that much about the world in control <laughs> maybe, to be like oh this pencil sharpener went rogue i'm like fucking whatever well like but like were you were you doing like were you like reading side stuff and like watching some in, of the in, in control yeah yeah okay right. they just didn't nothing stuck out to me mm-hmm. i don't know it just like it was cool they they nailed the vibes they were going for it just it does very little for me. Yeah, right. Coupled that with the fact I don't think it's a very good... Um, I don't think it feels very good on PlayStation 5. Like, I, I feel like there's a bit of control latency. If not in the input, then at least in the feedback. Like, they they went really hard on the, the PS5 DualSense stuff. But, uh, like, the rumble is, like, a, a quarter of a second delayed on old things. So, like, yeah, when Jesse takes footsteps... You feel it like oh left right left right, but it's it's off the yeah. whole time, and like gunshot feedback is off in the controller as well. I, I didn't feel that. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stop noticing it. It really right. pulled me away from it. I've got it on PC. I think I'd enjoyed it. I'd enjoy it more on PC, but I played five or six hours of it on PS5. So now I've got to play through it again on PC. You, you, and you can check it on easy and skip a lot of the like a lot. There's a lot of dialogue heavy moments easy, yeah. at the beginning. Um, that's the other thing. Yeah, like they don't give you anything at the start and she's talking to like her brother or that entity in her head and but they they haven't given me much at the front. You're so impatient. Just just let it let it let I'm it I'm not give- not even that patient. I'm not even that impatient, you know? Uh, like I don't know. Every, every time we spoke about a a new a new uh, Disney Plus show whenever it would come out, the first two episodes was always they haven't given me anything yet. And I'm like it's the first two episodes and then by oh, the really? end, yeah, like it happened like four times in a row. It was so yeah. funny. I could set my I watch did, by it. Yeah, that was a good. I did I did have that feeling. <laughs> just yeah. just just let it just let it let it take you for the journey. If I was bored, well, that that's a different that's a different thing. Like five or six hours in, I was I was not enjoying the journey. <laughs> yeah, that that and that's that's a different issue than it's not giving me the answers. Yeah, like 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 the reason why I brought it up is because like I felt if they gave me more, I wouldn't have been bored. <laughs> yeah, the big text is great. It's not enough oh, to get me so through good. the next forty minutes on its own. Oh, big text can get me through hours of hours of shit. You're, you're you're not ready for the for the title screen of this next game. Oh, I'll tell you I, what. I, I'm so ready. I don't I don't know that you are. Anyway, that's that's much more than I meant to say about Alan Wake. But expect to hear more in the future. I'm excited to play more. Maybe tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, what we're gonna do now, instead of jumping straight into Spider-Man Two, is take a quick break because somehow that was 45 minutes. So uh, we're gonna take a break, and when uh, we're ready, we'll be back. We'll be talking about our fairly 
ish comprehensive thoughts on spider-man 2 so stick around jeremy if you press the button yet uh yeah i was coming in <laughs> I, did, I, yeah, cool. I, I was trying to gauge when you were gonna finish yeah, the sentence fair enough. <laughs> hey everyone we'll be right back Welcome back to the Minimap cast. We've been discussing AI voices and what AAA means during <laughs> the break. Uh, totally forgot to talk about Jamiroquai. We need to do that in the post-show. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're talking about now. We're here to talk about Spider-Man 2, finally. Um, if you came to this episode looking for the headline of the show and you finally found it halfway through, thank you for making it all the way in. Um Let's talk about it. I finished the game. Uh, Jeremy, you tell me where you're up to. I'd say you're not quite halfway. No, no. Like, it doesn't feel like halfway. I'm I'm safely at the end of the first act and getting, like, you know, starting to see where the board is across mm. all the where the characters have, have been positioned and approaching the second act with at, at, so at high velocity. Yes. And so something I would like to say at the front of this, we will be talking about parts of the story as uh, up to the point that Jeremy has experienced. Yeah, which is... So we'll be talking about characters and symbiotes and yeah. plenty of things that are in the marketing material and some things that aren't, which is not many, but some. Yeah, like basically if, if, you're, if you're worried about spoilers because you're currently playing the game, if you have not visited the zoo... That is basically like that is that, that is roughly where where we're talking up to and in, like talking up to and including, yeah. Um, it's a zoo, right? It was a zoo. It was a zoo. It's like a rundown zoo. Yeah, yeah. That Craven's people took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I did forget that you said that. I was like, huh? I'm like, oh no, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't remember if it was a zoo or a lab because it's kind of it gets turned into a lab basically. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a zoo. Um, yeah. uh, so, and not to say that it's only going to be story stuff, but that will factor into this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I spoke about my feelings on the game from a fairly comprehensive view of it last week. I'd already put in do- like a couple of dozen hours into the game. Jeremy, how yeah. are you feeling with the game after having played more than the first hour now? You're probably what, like eight hours in? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I now remember why I stopped playing where I was up to because, like, I I was like, oh, I'm getting kind of tired, and then my game crashed, uh, which oh, is yeah. like it's only have happened once. Like, it's the only crash I've had in the game. Yeah, um, I had one crash. Yeah, uh, but I was like, oh, like, like you saved me. Like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I have I have very mixed feelings about this game. I think it is overall good. I do think it is overall good. But there's a lot of things I just wish weren't in this fucking video game. And mm. and like I, I spoke to you about this briefly like the other day about like the the issues that I have with this game are not exclusive to this game. Mm-hmm. They are they are things that have been a a um things that have been in and around the AAA space for quite a while, particularly like the 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 big budget AAA like tentpole release games stuff that you'll stick on the box of a console more specifically kind of stuff um that come around and i just don't i don't get it and i don't think it's good and i don't know why they keep doing it 
and it kind of takes away from the game for you. Yeah, and and, and like and, and I've been trying to work through this feeling um, because I think that like I, I I said this about Starfield, and I think I was I was I was quite harsh on Starfield, and I don't disagree with what I said, but I've been trying to work through the idea of. I've been trying to work through the process of, of what I think about when I think about an entire mechanic or an entire like game mode or game thing, object, play object inside of a game that I think isn't good, doesn't add to anything and is completely ignorable. Like, do I think that is good or not? And do I think it should be I, included? I, there, there have definitely been times where we've said something, where we said something like, oh yeah, maybe it didn't need to be in there. At least you don't have to engage with it. And you, if, if I ever say something like that, you tend to say something like, then why do it? Or uh, then that could have been time spent on something else. That is definitely something I've heard you say. Yeah, and and like I don't I don't necessarily disagree with what I'm saying, but I, but I but I'm trying to work through what that really means, right? Because I think that uh, I think that's valuable. Yeah, for like, what we do. Yeah, and like and and I'm seeing it a lot, and and I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out like what are the actual benefits and and uh and and detractions from stuff mm. like that because. There's a lot of that in this game specifically, which I think it's it's time we actually maybe like time I actually start talking about specifics in Spider Man, for example. <laughs> um, my my immediate I, I have two immediate gripes at the game, and like the, I, I will say that like overall I hate Miles Morales. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I'm not Spider Man Lotus. Um, Overall, I don't think that that's a that's a it's a real loaded remark. I just no, made, okay, but. don't worry, don't worry. Before I passed it, go on. Um, uh, there's a lot of like overall. I think when I play this game, the the good definitely outweighs the bad for me. Um, mm-hmm. There are two key things that I think are, I'm really struggling with this game. Um, but overall, I do think it is a good game. I'm like my my personal rating one thirty and. Um, is sitting at around like, like seven point five to eight. Yeah, like cool. it, it, it's good. I don't love it. It's not going to be my game of the year. It's not going to be in contention. I, I'm unfortunately in the position where I'm looking at it, going, do I stop play Alan Wake? Like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm kind of tossing up, not continuing it until next year. Um, yeah, which is not what I was expecting. Um, no, and and this is coming from someone who. Enjoyed enjoyed Miles Morales as much as I think the not generally everyone else did. Yeah, um, like which it, is it was probably good. not as much as the first one. Yeah, it was good. I got through it. I had fun. Yeah, and and I, I liked one. Also, a lot. we we yeah we all we all liked one a lot here. Yeah. when it came out. Yeah, I think I think I really want to go back. Our our first mini map casts were on Spider Man. Yeah, when yeah. it came out, so I re- I want to go back to those this I week. I don't think you should do that. Um, I'm I'm happy to do that. Okay, I, right. I'll probably just get angry at myself for interrupting everyone. <laughs> but apologies, I'm interrupting you now. No, so no, no it's continue. so fine. It's so fine. Um, the two things that I, that I've got issues with this game is one, I think that there was a tremendous amount of mini games in this game, a tremendous tremendous amount of side stuff that is like so AAA built, like built almost to a budget that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not angry at the budget that some of this stuff has, but yeah. like, like, like f- fuck me. I don't think that this is good almost at all. Um, like, what do you mean? You don't need a section where you're riding a bike. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I completely forgot about that until like, 
I was watching some of um kind of funny spoiler cast today. I'm like, oh yeah, there's there's like th- there's like three sections of this game where you ride a bike, yeah. not very good. I don't need to repeatedly be Peter Parker shooting hoops with yeah. the, like I like I don't need it. I really don't need it. And part of my issue with that is what I what I feel like it's doing as someone who is running out of time in the year is it's getting in the way of the stuff that I really want to do. I really want okay. to play as Spider-Man. I understand, the, like, I, I have a deep love and understanding of the character, and I do, like, wholeheartedly understand that you need Peter Parker in your Spider-Man thing. I so mm. get that. I'm not like, hey, get rid of Peter Parker, let me just be Spider-Man the entire time. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, or like Miles or... Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that keeps happening that is like... Like I, I'm so fine with just like a walk and talk section where mm. we're going through story beats, we're going back and forth, make it a bit more directed, play with the camera a bit, have, you know, like some really fascinating um, character dynamics and moments where like where whoever you are, you're not in the suit, you're doing your, your stuff at home, you know, going through Aunt May's things in a, in a lab um Mm. you know talking to your best bud all that stuff but i don't need that to be like hyper engaging gameplay moments i don't need some dumb ar flying through the air shooting digital bees mini game i don't need to be going (laughs) what i don't need to be going and doing the same really poorly executed um carnival rides over and over again give me the interesting story the fascinating dynamics between these characters and takes that we haven't seen before on these characters in ways that is not a hyper engaging gameplay moment because you think i'm a moron who's going to turn it off because i because i want to go play something else like Mm. i i need you to give it to me in a way that treats me kind of like like an adult who can just take it for what it is yeah, it's tricky because you, you're right. We did speak about this earlier in the week. And um, I know that Insomniac copped some flack for their last games with their Miles and MJ sections in, in Spider-Man 1 yeah. being too passive as taking too long, not enough to do, get me back in the suit, why am I doing this? And so I could see them, I could see them actively steering through that critique and being and being influenced by it, and that's not a problem. Like you, totally. like that, that's feedback, whatever. Um, and it has left us in this weird situation, right? Where perhaps we weren't bothered by that, but now we would prefer that older stuff that other people were also vocal about not enjoying. And maybe they would enjoy this more, but enjoyed the previous one less. But like when 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 you think about like you know like going to the like the 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 full like top tier version of this style of thing right you know the the downtime moments in in the last of us in uncharted any of them right yep the conversation that they are having when uh when nate and elena first catch up in uncharted 4 the conversation that um uh Dina and Ellie have almost any point in in the entirety of yeah. of, of Last of Us Two, like the 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 dialogue and the performances are, and the camera work a lot of the time is like tremendous. Um, the conversations that like you know uh, 
Thor and Atreus have even yeah. is is really good and they carry those moments because the writing the the dialogue that is written is so good mm. and I think it kind of sucks in Spider-Man. Oh. I think that one of the I, I, I definitely don't agree, but please continue. I have been struggling to engage with anybody actually speaking in this game basically mm. since it started. And mm. and, and I'm, I'm like I think the overall plot is is quite interesting. I'm enjoying the symbiote stuff. The Venom stuff is okay. It's not hitting for me yet and and I'll I'll get to that a little bit later. But like Sorry, sorry. The 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 cra- I'm not sure what I said. The Craven stuff is you what I said. I'm- Venom. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The the Craven stuff is the stuff that's not really quite right. hitting for me yet. Um, the symbiote Venom stuff is, um, but which is I I expected the opposite because I usually kind of bounce off Venom. Um, mm. I think that the the character dynamics are good. I think that the the cast of characters that are in this are in interesting positions. Um, mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're facing different challenges to what we're like usually expect from at least like the movies is, is the most immediate thing yeah. we think of. But like, you know, and they're pulling stuff from the comics that I have experienced and stuff that I haven't experienced. And overall, it, it feels fresh. It feels interesting. But I think the actual like the actual writing, the actual dialogue and the while I'm enjoying the characterizations, I hate the words that are coming out of their mouths. And I also don't, Funny. I also don't super like, I don't love all of the performances. I think that they are fine. I don't, like, I don't think they're incredible. I think that like, like th- th- everyone's doing okay. Everyone's doing totally okay. Um, but when they're having quite like intense dialogue moments that are, like when that's the focus of the scene mm. that I'm in, I think mm-hmm. it falls flat. When I'm swinging, when I'm when when one of them's having a oh, convers, like, like when I'm in combat, when someone's having a conversation with someone on the phone somewhere else, I think it works better there. But maybe that's because my brain is thinking they're having kind of a three quarters conversation because they're also doing something else. When I think maybe they're not meant to be having a three quarters conversation. Um, but it kind of works in that moment because I'm not actually fighting the actual dialogue writing that engaging. Mm. Yeah. Which is not what I expected from the game. I didn't, I didn't like, I, I don't remember that from the first one. I don't remember that from Miles Morales, the, the, the video game. I would love to quickly jump in here. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So yesterday I bought Alan Wake 2, but then I had to install, right? And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, what do I do? I beat Spider-Man 2. Oh, I don't want to play Armored Core. It's a bit intense. I don't want to do that. I've reinstalled Spider-Man Remastered mm-hmm. uh, like months ago. I know it's sitting here. Yeah, yeah. And so I booted it up and I found the most, the, the like a save file that wasn't complete. It was like just like an hour hour through the game. So past all the intro stuff. Sure. Or some of the intro stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I played it for like two or three hours. Like I, I couldn't stop myself. Even though it was a simpler version of Spider-Man 2. Yeah. It didn't feel as good in the combat. It, it felt different in the swinging. The, it was less visually interesting. But there was a definitive difference in vibe. Right. Uh, for example, you're not... There is a lot of time spent, especially in the, those opening acts, of really quippy Spider-Man. And it's funny, you know? And I don't think you get a lot of that in Spider-Man 2. You get... um, you You get a very interesting scene. I saw the scene where... 
uh, Norman Osborne pulls the funding for Otto Octavius's lab. And you get the, that moment when Norman, you know, comes in and he's talking to Peter as like, oh, you could have a really interesting future at Oscorp. You should send us a letter, you know? And, and, and then the next, and Otto will say something and he'll turn to him and be like, this is not your first safety violation here. There, there, there are things that you agreed to for this. He's like, you're welcome to continue your research just in the right circumstances. Completely two-faced. Yeah. You know, like, complete sack of shit. And, and Otto's rage, but he's, you know, he hasn't lost it, so he's quite polite in that moment. And, but he's also built on, oh, that, that is all there. Yeah. And so I, 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 I think this is an interesting thing you've pulled up on because I don't know, there are some scenes especially later on that I remember for their writing and, and character moments. But the first bit of the game, yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe I don't, I don't really remember too many of the scenes. None of them really stand out to me. So I think that's a, a valid criticism. It, it was not offensive to me. I, did, I wasn't taken out of the game, but I guess I wasn't really super pulled in either. Yeah, like I, 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 it's not pushing me away, but it's, it's making me see those seams and it's making me feel like like frustrated like not frustrated like like i'm feeling friction when i'm getting to those mm. moments where like where you're not in the suit and then you get given like a crappy mini game and then i get more of this dialogue that i'm i'm not engaging with and and it kind of just goes on for a while and then i get back in the suit and it's kind of like a bit of a relief like oh fucking finally um and i'm i'm not one to get um antsy often when it comes to stuff like this like i enjoy slow shit like i love you know i almost went to see a fucking five hour movie a couple like a couple weeks ago right that was fucking hell like like and like i was i went <laughs> let me like give you 10 seconds to pitch this five hour movie to you Kerry. it is a 70s experimental film which doesn't have any original scenes and is only cut up from dialogue of other material like advertising and news reports and other film and tv show called the movie orgy and it goes for five hours and i almost went oh to see it God. i would have gone to see it if i wasn't moving house to the next day yeah, um, that's a that's a fascinating artistic uh, endeavor. And on top of all of that, everyone who's seen it says it's not that good, um, which made me want to see it almost <laughs> even more. Like I don't mind that. Like you know, I'm I'm happy to. Oh, they really went for something. They really did. Um, like I'm happy to sit through long slog dialogue for like payoff. Like a payoff. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not getting any payoff right now. And I, like I know I'm, I'm I'm a third of the way through, but. I, it's not just about payoff in the overall, right? You need to pay off to scenes and I'm not getting Yeah, that. like during scenes, yeah. during conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even talking about resolutions, just like a thing to make me consider the scene that I've just watched or partaken in. Um, yep. I've had, unfortunately, very few of those. Um, I, so I will say that, in terms of uh, you know mini games and um, setup, you're you you like you said you're rapidly heading into the second act. You're right. The game picks up exactly from where you are. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't. It basically doesn't stop um, from there. So you know, keep that in mind. You like you said they they do spend a lot of time setting the board at the start of this game. Yeah. Um, like and that's it, just they it, just do. It, it's very it's very obvious, right? And it's and it's not a thing that they're hiding. Like they have to set up no. everything. Um, and it's fine. 
It's not, yeah. Yeah. But it has, it does mean that you are in a slower act. And, and it, and I guess it does also mean that they, they probably looked at all of this, the, the board setting in their, like, when they were storyboarding the game or whatever it is you do when you make a game like this and thinking like, man, there's a lot of not playing that we have here. How are we going to keep players engaged? You know, maybe it's a direct response to that because, you know, there's a few times where you like throw hoops at the start of the game and I don't think it happens after the carnival. Yeah. So like, you know, they probably just built, they, they were like, we need a few systems to get you through the opening is probably what happened there. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, and maybe we can throw it into a couple of the side missions as well, which happens, you, you know, you ride a bike once or twice more. But yeah, it, it is an interesting thing that happens there with that. Um, how else are you finding the game? Um, like, I think that, like, uh, like my final main, uh, like, uh, actually, let me let me let me save that thought and and quickly just <laughs> right hand turn into another thought. I think the combat is good. I think that the addition mm. of the parry mechanic I really like. I think that that makes everything feel a bit like I have to consider a lot more in the combat and it doesn't, it's not like an entire new level that I and system yeah. that I have to learn, but it's one more thing, but it's a, it's a fun thing. It's a different thing. And yeah. I can, it also means that you're not stuck to just jumping or dodging out of the way. Exactly. And on top of that is I can parry a lot more than what the game forces you to, which is an engaging mechanic to use without it being a thing that you need to use to win, um, mm. which is really fun. I, 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 think, that, I think it's really good. I, I real, I'm really enjoying the parry mechanic. I'm enjoying more of the, like, the, the quick select um, abilities that you get and, and sort of choosing yeah. those. I think that's, that's a lot more engaging than what we had in the previous games. Yeah, I like that you don't have, like, eight gadgets. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. The, if you, it got to the point when I was doing, like, a hard playthrough in the first game where it was, like, start a fight, it's hard, use all your gadgets. Yeah. And it was, like, start a fight, bomb them, webline them, like, impact web them, drone, this, yeah. that, and then start punching. And it's, like, and it's like you're not Batman. Like, you're not, like, <laughs> sp like, like Spider-Man is not a, is not a uh, technology first character mm. like it's mm -hmm. the it's the wits and the spidey sense and the webs and the strength and the punches um mm -hmm. uh yeah but like the ability that it's like yeah like the I'm, I'm glad they've moved away from the arkham formula which i was worried they were going to get stuck in mm. um something that i think they have fallen into which is an arkham thing which is like i i don't enjoy how much everything is still kind of tech focus focused this world everything is all about tech every single thing is about tech every villain every character every company it's yeah, it, yeah. it's very iron man and i think the mcu has fallen into that as well unfortunately and and i think part of maybe there's some frustration here is the overall frustration perhaps that one might feel with marvel at the moment mm. some of that does bleed into this and you can't separate that right like mm -hmm. marvel is too big now that you can't separate marvel movies from marvel games and marvel tv shows one because they don't want you to and two because they they they, they blur those lines more and more every day you know they put all the all the marvel suits are in all the movie suits are in here and you know the spider-man game character is in the in the animated movies right it's all it's all linked um but like as a as a cultural property like they 
they feed off of each other. So mm -hmm. w when you feel frustrated at something that happens in one version of it and also happens in the other one, it gets compounded. And I am feeling frustration for everything at the moment being all about tech all the time. Mm. Like even Craven is about tech. And he's got I was I was gonna suggest that maybe he wasn't, but then I thought about some things and I'm like, oh no, you're right. <laughs> he's, he's got like he's got a some mercenaries group that seems to have a budget that rivals the the GDP of most countries. Yeah, exactly. He's got like VTOLs with active cloaking and, and giant, drones and, and like, dogs. Giant anim robot dogs, which yep. I don't enjoy fighting. Um and but like, but also even even the little things like his suit, right? Like his suit is this designed lined work suit that makes it look like it's inspired by Animal Hide, but it is definitely like a design padded Kevlar suit. Yeah, Kevlar. Yeah, and like the original design for Craven is he's wearing like lion skin. Like he's like yeah. a big game hunter. Like that's his ridiculous thing is he like wrestles lions for fun and yeah. has a, has a throne made out of ivory. Right. And they don't do that here. He's another tech hunter. And that's so much less interesting than like, a guy who's like, yeah, like I'm here to hunt and like, I will just do whatever I can. Like, yeah. Like, have you seen this? Have you've seen the scene with Scorpion already, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's an interesting point there because I, I kind of like the idea that Craven is adapting. He like my head kind of, kind of puts it in the way of like everyone he is coming across is tech focused. You know what I mean? And I like the idea that he's adapting to all of the tech focused shit that's in front of him. Um, because honestly, I think he, I think he gets there where it, it becomes less about the tech when like, like when further in the game, and... it does become less about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, and well, it's, it's not, it's not about what he's wearing and it's not about his, his company or his, his VTOLs. Um, yeah. I, I, I think he, he, he grows to be better later in sure. that regard. And like, and like, you know, you start to see some of that with like, you know, he gets stabbed by scorpions, venom, and it does nothing to him. Mm. Um, but also he's so big. He's huge. <laughs> But he also, like, he didn't hunt Scorpion. He got his goons to fish him out and then put oh, him yeah, in a room point. and just sort of stood there yeah. and just, like, kind of just, like, shirt-fronted him and then killed him. It yeah. was, like, not a hunt. Like, that's not what was happening here. And I yeah. I don't fucking get it. Um, there's there's a feeling I feel with Craven and and his group of hunters in this game where there are a bunch of pests. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're pests in the story. They're very annoying. Yeah, and because they go away and then they pop up at inopportune moments and and it, then they... They're just Silver Sable is is who they are. A bit, yeah. And I think I think Craven's a bit more interesting than sure. Sable was yeah, um, yeah, yeah. in the first game. But in, in terms of their role in the story and in the, the world, I think that's fairly accurate. Because it's, it's, it's a shame that they occupy such a similar space where they're mm. like, they're the, they're the alternative to... to the, they're the mercenary army yeah, in the city. Yeah, they're just evil mercs. And like, it would be so much... Imagine if Craven was just a fucking guy, 
right? <laughs> One guy. Yeah, he's just there yeah. and he's like suddenly in the middle of New York. It's a fucking city. He's overstimulated with a million things and he's still tracking all the villains down. Mm-hmm. And he's getting there before everyone. And, you know, maybe he uses mercs to escape, but like he doesn't need like like a militia to to hide under like the the New York like bridge. Yeah. Like or whatever. It it's really weird. And it's yeah, it's it's this ongoing thing that like and it's yeah, it's 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 in the it's in the movies as well and stuff where like everybody's advantages is always tech and it's never just like skill. Um because mm, like mm-hmm. you know like like Rhino for example it like for a long time was not a tech a man in a tech suit it was a guy in like a rhinoceros suit who had the ability to like not stop run and like look that's dumb and like yeah. you know like like 50s comic books yeah but also like when everybody's suddenly in a mech suit that feels fresh because suddenly he's not just like another guy in a in a robot suit you, yep. you, you're not you're not doing the Transformers here. You need some variety. Sometimes you need a, uh, a like Mysterio is another one. Like he runs like a like an illusionist, a new, a, 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 an entertainment tech startup company that is yeah, trying it's like an, a VR experience. Yeah, the future of entertainment, and it's like like he he does parlor tricks. Is is the original thing? He used to be yeah. an actor. Yeah. Um. It's like it. Everybody feels so similar all of a sudden. Everybody's just and like and this this feels like the fucking amazing Spider-Man universe where everybody was an Oscorp um, suit, which mm. wasn't good. Like and that that was not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like and that that kind of falls into Spider-Man as well. Like he's very, very tech focused, and I know that Peter Parker's a genius and stuff, and and like they've done, they've done Peter Parker the tech billionaire in the comics as well, and that wasn't good because it was just a rival to Iron Man. It felt bizarre yeah. and it felt samey, but not as good because like the reason it works for Iron Man is because he's got ego and yeah. and he's arrogant, and Peter isn't that, which you know makes him fail as a tech billionaire. Yeah giving him this in this game is like, look, I'm looking at this building being like, this building's going to blow up at some point and that's going to be all right um, as like a set piece because it also means that they're not going to continue this thread line. But it just doesn't, it doesn't really work hmm. a lot of the time. Make my, make my boy suffer. He's the best when he suffers. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I um. That being said, yeah, that being, that being I, said, I, I love the dy- much for me the tech stuff, but yeah, like I love the dynamic between him, him and Miles the most in this because it's a very different relationship than they have in the first game, and they're having some really wonderful like, like oh like we were real close, and then like your best friend came back, and we're not like hanging out as much, and I feel weird about it, but I've also got my own shit, but I'm using yeah. you to distract from my own shit. Miles' story at the moment, I f- I'm feeling way stronger about than Peter's. Yeah. Um which is weird because it feels like the game is putting him in a backseat position narratively, but also like, like, uh, importance wise. It does happen a bit like that where, um, some of the stakes aren't miles focused, even if he ends up helping to deal with them. Um, whereas they could be more, you know, let's say in this first act, for example, you know, 
when you hit the when you get the carnival thing and then Harry shows up, like that's a whole thing. And that's that's now a yeah. Peter thing, right? That's not something that Miles is going to have a mission about. That's something that Peter's gonna have a mission about. Yeah. Um and they play into it and it is interesting. I agree I, I am with you that I am honestly more there for Miles's side of things than Peter's if I had to pick one. Yeah. Um I think the way they mesh and the way they they weave in and out of each other's stories is great. Mm. And I think the way they introduce different um, tensions for both of the characters that, especially in that first act when they're working a lot together, you know, in, in the Sandman fight and then when they're trying to protect um, the uh, the escort from the raft of Lee and, Lee and Scorpion. Yeah. And it becomes a thing for Miles where... You know, he wasn't Miles wasn't hell bent on vengeance when Jefferson Davis was killed in the first game because of Mr. Negative, because of Martin Lee. But now he's he has to deal with Martin Lee and he's Spider-Man now. Yeah. He's he's pow he has powers and he's trained. He's not just brand new, fresh Miles Morales from his game. He's he's experienced. He's got his own thing going on, and it's fucking him up yeah it's really challenging him and seeing and peter seeing miles go through that and helping to be his his north star helping to be his guide and his his rock in that situation while miles kind of lies to himself is like no yeah no i'm fine and you're like no you're not mate <laughs> yeah like yeah that's a really interesting storyline yeah um, which is hilarious because the game's villains are like peter centric and yeah even even martin lee is as well yeah. because that was you know he was the founder of feast and that's where may worked and yeah. all and of like that martin lee doesn't know who miles morales is he just sees another spider-man like it, he doesn't know that he killed that spider-man's dad like it's not yeah that's not his his villain it's not no yeah but well 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 yeah but but he is Miles's villain, you know. Yeah, so, so, sorry, I mean, sorry. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, in terms of he's not the Miles Morales Spider-Man's villain yeah. in terms of the comic. Yeah, like I get that. No, no, no. Like I, I just mean in terms of like, um, like Martin isn't like, like, ha ha ha! I, I killed your dad. Whoever you are, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like in the same way that Otto doesn't know who Miles Morales is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's really great moments in this game. Um. How how did you feel about the? <laughs> I was about to ask you about the Sandman fight, and then I remembered that you messaged me about how <laughs> sand doesn't melt in water, and you started messaging me about all these like sand technicalities. I'm like, mate, what's the problem? I, I messaged you <laughs> one sand technicality. It was just very dumb. It was the only thing you'd messaged me about the game. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Mister Professor Sand over well, here. Like, look, <laughs> look, when. <laughs> When you've got a bunch of sand on top of a building and you pour a bunch of water on it, sand doesn't disappear, but it does in this game. And that was dumb and silly, but I thought it was funny and dumb. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was very that, that's dumb. It, the, reason, the reason I brought it up is because I think this game does the sort of Ratchet and Clank thing a couple of times of being of, of being the next-gen PS5 game. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get but what I love about thrown. <laughs> How I yeah exactly like I love what I love in this game is that it's it's it does not feel that ham-fisted like there's a bit of a time where I'm like okay this is a bit of a next gen moment but it okay you feel differently but that's no fine. no no I, no, I, no, I, no I feel the same as you but I have a thing to bring oh, up okay cool I just love that it isn't 
so ham-fisted that I'm like, okay, here's the make me use the touchpad on in kill zone moment. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, cool. There's a fast loading thing that just makes them do a new thing in the game. That's fun. That's cool. I like that. Um, and, and that that scene where Miles gets thrown by Sandman is phenomenal. It's so cool, and and it's very it it, it gets me very hyped up seeing it which is great I'm but gonna, what, what's this thing you're laughing to yourself about i'm gonna accidentally call you out in a way that you are gonna be completely oh unprepared for oh fuck Years. did you like play a scene going oh carrie's gonna love this or something no 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 no. this is okay. this is even worse sorry i'll be quiet uh years and years ago oh fuck <laughs> leading up to the release of the playstation leading up to the the imminent announcement of the playstation 5 this was before before we saw what it was, mm. this might have been oh. when they announced. Was this the Cerny um, tech thing? This was. <sighs> or before that, because there was a, are you, are you talking have. about when they loaded the PS4 map with a, with an SSD and then they like zipped through the city? Okay. Yes. I don't remember what I said, but yeah, that was. I do. It was like <laughs> one year before the PS5. Go on. I do remember what you said. Because you saw that Fuck. and you were like. What the fuck's the oh. point of this demo? Like, this is a completely <laughs> unrealistically used case. It's like, okay, they're loading the map really fast in really big chunks and it's not lagging at all. But like, you're never going to do that in the game. It's a really dumb thing to be showing everybody. I want to see some PS5 stuff, not this like, you know, zooming through the city at unbelievable speeds. Is okay. what you said. And it is so funny to hear this. Now. I'm right. Because this is different. No, because this is different. <laughs> I am right. I am right. <laughs> no, because that game was made with the upper ceiling of the PS4 Pro in mind, right? I, I know, I know. And, and but they're running, they're running. This game does all of that at 4K with with crashing through buildings and seeing the interior of an office and glass shatter effects and and and. And high quality fire truck, ass, tri, fire truck assets being thrown and, at you that and, are interacted with. Like it is different. And on top of that, like the people who like, especially at Insomniac, but like, like, you know, game developers, when you have a scene where you get thrown by Sandman through the city, mm -hmm. they know exactly what you're going to see and they know exactly what to unload. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and this, this tech demo that we saw was just swinging through at speeds right it wasn't like at they, like 500 percent speed yeah and like th there wasn't like a like we're gonna hide and show you because we know where you're gonna go this was just like what would happen if we just throw a ton of hardware Same. at it yeah yeah um still very funny <laughs> daddy you're right you're, you're you're absolutely correct that is very funny <laughs> i love that you remembered that because some part of my brain thought of that in the back of my mind of that demo yeah. but very like latently very subconsciously so, uh, a much more um like one-to-one -one counterpart of of what you were talking about for me at least was the the black cat mission um, absolutely where where she's got the wand of watum and is is creating portals inside of new york and you're swinging through them um a very fun way to engage with dr strange without bringing in dr strange yeah yeah um uh, yeah, like it's it's a very cute section. Um, th that's the that's the Ratchet and Clank tech that they're using there. <laughs> exactly, they're like, oh, portals. Yeah, yeah. And the, the also, riffs. they're they're playing a bit on Infinity War as well, where Spider Man was doing combat stuff with Doctor Strange and punching Thanos after being jumping through a portal. Like, yeah. there there are those bespoke 
takedown animations you do with Black Cat when you're fighting together at the end of that quest. Yeah. And and it's like fucking sick. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love that you just gave us a, a three minute fight so you could sh- so you could like flex. Yeah. Like go for it. <laughs> and I, I also I also I quite like uh Doctor Strange, Spider-Man being adjacent to each other because mm-hmm. neither of them are like, in my in my opinion, neither of them are like Avengers. Avengers. Um, no matter what the movies will have you like feel like they're not like Spider-Man is never a, an Avenger that stays an Avenger. Um, I didn't feel like he was in the MCU. Yeah. Um, Very much like a visitor. Yeah, and like and Doctor Strange is also definitely not, but th- they they have bounced off of each other plenty of times in the comics, and they're always really good together because they're kind of these solo things. They've got their own like areas that they deal with, um, mm. and when they team and they're up, very separate. <laughs> yeah, and they also like are very very different personalities, um, uh, but they also learn. They always learn something from one another, which is always very lovely. Um, and I like I would totally love for Doctor Strange to be a a uh, small character in yeah. in the next one. I don't want the I don't want him to be like like I want him to be in there for a quarter of it, right? Like not not a like lot. a quarter of a mission or like a quarter of a game. A quarter of the game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. Yeah, but like I don't want him to be like plot centric. But I don't want him to be minigame centric either. Like have his own little You don't want him to be one quest, but you don't want him to be a whole arc or a whole like Yeah. Cornerstone of the plot. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair. I would be surprised if we got that. Like So would I. When you see things in this game about how there was a uh, Nelson and Murdoch law office reference in the first game that's been removed in the second one, it's like Oh, that's weird because this is still Marvel. This is it's the same people. It's not like they lost the license. So something's happening. Something's happening there. Yeah, you know, and, and, and like, like they're not gonna they're not gonna throw Doctor Strange in for a laugh if they think they can maybe do something with him. And also, like, no matter what the director of that game says, where he's like, "Stay tuned" or whatever to like what's coming next in for potential Daredevil stuff. Mm. I, I, I kind of just don't believe him. I think that was a different decision to, that was made at some point because it didn't feel clean. <laughs> no, it's very strange because like the sign is still there, but it's just blank. And it's that version of New York where they could they could just pretend that that building is a different building. So why yeah. was it half there and not half not? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it, like, is there any Avengers reference in this? Like, I know the tower's still there, but there was the no... The tower's there. Uh, uh, the, I didn't run up it with both of them, but I think I was there as Peter, and he doesn't say anything like he did in the first game. Yeah, strange. Yeah. Like, like I more think... strange. Like, kind of, like, a little awkward. Like, what is what is actually happening around there? Yeah, and when I was playing Spider-Man 1 last night, I did one of the side missions, and this will loop into a point that I have to say, um, but I did one of the side missions... Where he has, to, where Spider-Man has to fly through like eight clouds of pollution or something, and it's that one. Every time you fly through, he says a little line, and the further you go in, he's like, <laughs> um, and at the end, he's like, "Oh, I bet the Avengers don't have to do a mission where you fly through pollution or something like that." Yeah, and and he makes jokes in the first one about like, "Oh, they're over on the west coast or whatever." Yeah, that's what he says when when you go to the tower. Um, yeah, I don't think that happens here. But that, that does bring me into a line of thought regarding the side quests in this game and the side missions. Uh, overall, I think the side missions are pretty on level with the original game in terms of 
what you need to do for them and what you get for it, where it's like, you don't have to do too much and you get a little bit, but not that much, where it's like, you get more than you get for completing things in a Ubisoft game, where it's like, you get an upgrade schematic. Mm. Or you know, you get a little quippy line of dialogue when you find a, a certain spider bot, right? Yeah. And that's fun. Um, that's more than most games give you for side objectives. I think for some people it's not enough. Uh, I've, I've definitely seen that critique already that people say, oh, this stuff needs a rework. Um, how do you feel about like the side mission, like the side, like the side objectives, like the Sandman crystals and the spider bots and the Mysteriums? I, I'm, I'm a bit more interested in, in Sandman's story. So I'm doing those. I'm not doing Mysterio's thing at all. Um, I'm not doing almost anything else aside from the spider bots. And that's because they're little and cute and... And they're kind of everywhere, right? Yeah. And, and they're also like, they're, they're kind of fun to like, how do I traverse up there? Um, like, yeah. And like, yep. they take like a minute, like maximum of like, all right, well, I get usually it. it's like 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's usually like, Hey, I can get it. Or usually like, all right, where's the next tallest building? Like that one just wasn't high enough. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm enjoying the the photography ones. I think that that's fun because they they give you some 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 fun sweet dialogue from Robbie Robinson, yeah. um, Robbie Robertson, which 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 I quite I quite like that. Um, I find it weird, and I don't have a solution to this, so this might just be like the best way to do it. But I find it weird that you can do any side mission from any character. You even- can't but I could do photography as Miles. There are some that you can do as both characters. There are okay. some that you can't. Okay. So you can't do a Mysterium as Peter. Okay. But I can do a Prowler thing as Peter. Nope. And I, yeah. No. When you get there, it says switch to Miles. Oh, okay. Because I saw it on the map and I was like, that's really weird. That yeah. You can good. go there. And then it says, you need to swap Spider-Man. Press square to swap Spider-Man oh, right now. Okay. Right. And then you swap Spider-Man. Right. Um, but I could take photos as Miles. Yeah, that was weird because then you <laughs> okay. still hear the thing from Robbie. I don't yeah. know what that was about. Yeah, am I just like, <laughs> am I just sending it via Peter's email, I guess? Um, yeah, like is Peter like, hey, let me know if you get any shots. And then, yeah, that was weird. Also, it's fine. Yeah, like it, it's fine. Like, I, like, it's I also don't... a very unique problem to having two heroes in a game. I know, like, yeah. Also, they pull that off well in this game. They do a good job balancing it. Peter Parker. For the most part. Peter Parker's the worst photographer in the entire fucking city. He takes some terrible <laughs> fucking photos. It's like, oh yeah, this is great. It's like, oh man, that's not a good photo. <laughs> yeah, it's because it, those a lot of those photos are a lot about references in their own way. Like some of them was just like, oh, a cool moment in New York. And other times it's, did you know that Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk are in this game? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I found that out earlier this week. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice at all. I just took the photo and left. Um. Yeah, and kind of funny's in the in the game as well. Yeah. Uh, so some of those are just like Easter egg moments. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that the side quests, the the friendly neighborhood Spider Man app quests that are the like the Spider Man logo, um, that have like characters involved. For the most part, some of them are a little bit like a strange mini game that like could have been better, but for the most part. I think all of the stories that they've told in those moments, I've really, really enjoyed. Okay. Um, there's an excellent one with uh, Haley, who's Miles' uh, friend, who is who is uh, deaf. There's uh, a great one where you have to find this runaway uh, hunter hound robot. Uh, 
that there's there's a lot of really really good stuff in there that I was I was thinking back through them today and I was like you know what actually those quests they did good things okay. um for for the most part like so maybe it was like just a combat thing but I liked what they did with the story or I liked what they did with the characters there for the for like for all of them um and yeah for me I find the side objectives uh they they give you enough flavor in each of them that I was happily pulled through um it's interesting because there's there's less of those checklist things to do in this game than there was in the first you know you start the first game and they're like oh you can find backpacks there's 40 go get them yeah, and then right. they're like oh you can take photos of landmarks there's 55 go get them and like and the backpacks is you know that same thing like you find something and then when you open it up he gives you a, a tidbit about like oh these electrician's gloves helped me fight electro for the first time like that, that that's cool um but the landmarks that you take photos of in that game yeah it's like nothing it's, to him it's like a it's a it's a cute remark and then not even not even the first game oh uh, i remember some having remarks i wasn't getting any like a lot of the time it was like whoo that's a great picture of new york it's like what uh, like like uh, even just, taking pictures of like the little Condon embassy and the, and Doctor Strange's house, he didn't say anything yesterday. I did. Oh, both I, I remember like I remember things about that. Okay, and they were they were, they were tiny, right? It was like you know like, like yeah, what a strange building or something like that. And it's like oh okay, but like it was enough. And I'm like yeah, all right. <laughs> like, the other thing is though, like most of the time I'm just taking pictures of like there's an arc, there's like like New York architecture or like a fountain yeah. or something and. Like, it's like, okay. And there's like 50 of them. Yeah. So while there's less to do in this game in that regard, it's actually probably better because more of it is higher quality. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hard line to walk. And I think they probably chose rightly. Yeah. The, I think it's better in this to make it about the culture and the vibe of the city as opposed to just like buildings. Yeah, totally. I have, I guess, one final question. I can't believe it's taken me this long to ask you. How it, we in the lead up to this game, you were hesitant, you were cautious, you were, you were, uh, what's the word? You were, you were nervous that you weren't going to like some parts. How do you feel about going to Queens and Brooklyn across the bridges, across the water? And how do you feel about the web wings and the wind tunnels? Because you looked at all of those things in the pre-release footage and gameplay and you weren't super excited about those. You were worried that they were going to be problems for you. Mm, yeah. How do you find them? The, the, the wings are less intrusive than I, than I expected them to be, which I think is good. I, they're definitely like just an option. Yeah. And like, they're not, they're not so much faster than I'm, than I'm always using them. Um, and I, it's, it is fun, like turning them on for, a, for just a little bit and then, and then yeah. turning them off and going into a swing and all that stuff. Like, like, the the how quick they are is good, and I'm not locked into it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the wind tunnels almost at all. Mm. I think that they they don't feel real. They don't feel uh like I don't I don't get them at all. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I like I understand that I, there are wind tunnels in between buildings. I get that, but like they are so so they're also two-way wind tunnels and and they're so designed and they're so specifically there to solve an issue which is allowing you to get through the city faster and like and allow you to use the web wings more if you like them more yeah and and that's fine but like i don't i don't need them just like let me like 
let me take my time. Like, it's fine. You've made a good city. You've made a yeah. good traversal option. If I want to get there faster, I'll fucking fast travel. Like, I don't need this, like, this intense feedback of, like, let's make sure that you feel like you're getting there fast enough before you turn off the game because you might not be injured. Like, it's okay. Like, trust yeah. your systems to let, allow me to get there. Like, across across the 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 islands like it's a bit it's a bit better there because there's literally nothing there mm-hmm. i'm finding this except boats you can you can point launch off off, a, off the top of a boat which yeah, is fun yeah like and, and there's bridges right um yeah uh I'm all, the, f- all the slingshots on either side yeah yeah i'm finding the swing is grabbing things that are not quite there all the time and oh, it, yeah. it's being a little bit lenient in the ways that i'm like eh, there might have been a better way and, so and I, know, I know I know there's assist. I fuck with the assist, but like, definitely do it because I turned it down to zero, and it made it really hard because it makes it almost entirely physics based. Yeah, so definitely like, look into it. Like I've I've brought it down to like six or seven, but like but like like that, I don't mean that like was the actual, where I landed. I, I don't mean like yeah. the swinging. I mean is in like I feel like he's grabbing onto something. There's like there's actually nothing above me right now. Like I don't really know what you're grabbing, um, which is a bit off putting at times. Um, but like yeah, like I I think the wind tunnels like. This was far too much. We didn't need this. I didn't need this intense, like, the the, the joke is Superman 64 rings, but, like, mm-hmm. realistically, the fucking Superman 64 rings of, like, fly through here. Like, it just, let me get there and it'll be fine. Yeah. When I played, so last night when I played Superman 1, I was like, I just want to quickly <laughs> duck back. Play, and I When you played Superman 1, sorry. <laughs> Spider-Man 1, pardon me. Um... I was like, just let me duck back. And so I, I loaded into two and I just did like a few crimes for like, cause I've, I've platinumed it cause it's an easy platinum and it's good. And I wanted to, um, and I was like, Oh, let me go back and, and see how it feels one-to-one. And so I, I went back and I swung around and I did some combat and I swung around and I used the wings and I swung and getting in the wind tunnel. I immediately thought of, ah, uh, they wanted you to be able to go through quickly because they wanted they wanted to show, they wanted people to have the experience of that tech demo of being able to fly through the city as fast as possible, faster than swinging would allow. I think that's what they're, they're doing there. It's a tech flex. I only felt that perspective after playing one and then going back to two because you're right. Most of the other time, you can just get there with swinging if you want to. It is not a necessary thing to do. And and the wingsuit works fine without them. It is a perfect supplementary addition to traversal. Sure. But yeah, when I was in one of those straight ahead ones that went like straight through the center of the city, straight across like Times Square, it was like, oh, this is this is because you wanted a way to go as fast as possible without loading. And like, it's impressive. Like, I get it. Yeah. But like, yeah, y- your gameplay is good. Just like... Trust your gameplay. Trust your systems. You've got good systems mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Don't give me a way to ignore them. Yeah, totally. Allow, me, you, allow me to engage with them. Do, how do you find traversing in Queens and Brooklyn on that second half of the map? Because you were also worried about that. You were like, oh, it's going to be flat and um, whatever. No, it wasn't that it was going to be flat. It was like, I was just worried that like they were, they were going too big that like I don't need mm. to... I don't, oh, it was a bloat issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a bloat issue. And I was worried that the wings were like, you know, like a solution to their own bloating. Mm. Um, yeah, like it's, it's not as bad as I, as I thought it was going to be, which is good. Like, I, like they've, they've, they've done it all right. And like the, the new areas feel uh, like feel different, which is good. Um, 
I don't, I don't need them to go. I, I, like, and you know, I know I said this this time, but like, I really don't need them to go more islands next time. I don't need them to. Yeah, me either. Like, this is, this is about as big as you can get. The thing for me was again playing the first one, and it being a bit slower in the speed because all you had was the was the island of Manhattan, right? That's that one. Um, the like the city of New York and swinging through there, it was like, oh, actually, because they only had this much space and they had so many of those collectibles, I actually got to know the island of Manhattan quite well in the first game in a way that I didn't get to know the different parts of the city that well in number two because you breeze through things so quickly because the collectibles are more spread out because there's more area because you're in that second zone. And so it's more like you get an idea for like, I feel like I get, I get vibes from like quadrants of the map rather than like specific buildings even or, or, or intersections, which I did get a feel for in the first game. So I, if with that in mind, I agree, I wouldn't want it any bigger. I want to be able to get to know the areas that we're in because these games, these Spider-Man games, they're New York stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like, like I've like I've, I've I've talked to this a little bit before, but like I feel like New York is is like is one of the characters in Spider-Man stories and Spider-Man canon. Mm. Um, it's it's one of the reasons I love the the feeling and the vibe of the Raimi films is because New York feels like it feels like Gotham in those like eighties Batman movies. It's like this this impossibly large like thing that everybody is navigating and everybody in these films is intimately familiar with um that it becomes part of the set you find that you see that in like mary jane's like uh, like ambitions to be like an actor like she can go be an actor on broadway you know it's it's directly tied to the characters yeah and, and, and you get that in this as well where she like where like peter's trying to convince like mary jane to like move into like may's house and she's like no i've got to be in the city where things are happening which is like mm-hmm. like it, that, that's the that's a different side of that same coin um yep um and you know peter going to midtown high and all that stuff um but it's yeah, like I feel like i don't i don't super know queens that well like i'm 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 not getting a lot of immediate character out of like like some of the additional areas in um in this game um mm. and yeah part of it is like it's bigger so i'm not spending as much time in any specific place because it's sending me like everywhere because it's it, there's more room to play but because i'm mm. get because i'm getting everywhere i'm not staying anywhere mm-hmm. um which is like it like that that just happens right you know like like I can draw you a map of every planet in Outer Wilds, but I I wouldn't be able to tell you almost anything in like Fallout Three, right? Because it's yeah. just a much bigger game. Um, yeah, and I'd honestly I I would be preferring to have these gripes than to ha- be stuck on Manhattan in that one play space again for the third game. You know what I mean? I'm glad there was something else here. Yeah, like I I think that yeah, like yeah, this is. This is the most New York I think you can put, short of like, you know, uh, maybe doing some of the like the the train stations and stuff. I know that they did some of that in like in the DLC for the first game, um, but mm. it, like including some of the metro tunnel perhaps and like perhaps some more interiors, like maybe some sports stadiums or something. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know how much more you could really do. Mm-hmm. Um, is the third game like the futuristic version of the city? Like what? Like where does 
Like, where does the third game go, do you reckon? As someone who has finished the game, I think it'll be a similar situation to this. It'll be one or two years later. Uh, and we'll, we will pick up with certain threads. Um, you know, that at the, much like at the end of the first game, the end of the second game leaves you in a very specific place. Yeah. Much like when we finished the first game, it's like, oh my God, Harry's sick. He's got the symbiote. Oh my God, we're doing the symbiote. Like, yeah. like that's what we knew was going to happen in this game. And I, it happens. I, I've seen some YouTube thumbnails. Right, exactly. So there's there's stuff that's going on. I, I saw some YouTube thumbnails as well. There's a lot of heavily edited stuff. Like I saw I saw some headlines for things like, oh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I, so like... <laughs> I, I saw like... <laughs> I saw Tom Hardy Venom in one of those and I was like, yeah, okay, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um we're definitely it's it's going to be, I think, a continuation and something of a a full stop for, for a, a trilogy on this game, with Miles being an aberration along the along the way, an addendum, a, a point five. Um because it definitely feels like this is part two to spider-man's part one and while this is the third spider-man game because we had miles morales it's an it's an it's an addition it is not part of the main trajectory yeah so um you know and that's 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 a shame in and of its own way because of like maybe it would have been better if they treated it more like that but it came out you know whatever but i i am enjoying that miles gets to be as full of a character as he is in this game because he got his own game. I think it is a plus overall. Um, and I am excited with where they leave things at the end of this game. Okay. I mean, I'm excited to talk about it with and it and so much more when you get to all the bits in the, in the game that you haven't played yet. Um, and the ending as well. Yeah. But yeah, it is not a, it is not a, they're not leaving the game in a, in a situation too dissimilar to how they left the first. Okay. All right. Uh, quick final thought. Um, uh, I, I, I gave you the slightest bit of required reading prior to this conversation, which was, I, I told you to watch the second Spider-Verse film and, and you did. And we, oh yeah, you and, did. and, and we, we, we spoke about that, um, a couple of days ago, just, just you and me, but like the first Spider-Man game came out before the first Spider-Verse film came out. That's right. And, yes. now, and now we are, we are playing a Spider-Man game after two Spider-Verse films has come out. And after two more MCU Spider-Man films have come out. Yeah, but like those are not very good. Three if you included fin- uh, Endgame. Yeah, which I'm not. Which I wouldn't <laughs> actually because he's hardly in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, after seeing now like Spider-Verse and, and look, it, it's tricky because part of me goes like, okay, the, the bar for Spider-Man stories has now been raised. Yes. Um, and it's not controversial to say that Spider-Verse has not been reached in other films or games in terms of stories. No. Like the, this doesn't get close to that. It's not aiming for that like same area, but like, no, there's a lot of very, very wonderful moments in both of those films um, that are the smallest moments in the films that the games don't don't also attempt to reach as well. Um, yeah. It's funny because when 2018 came out, I would have said that was a redefining moment for Spider-Man um, in, in a way because it was a... 
it tread new ground, but it also redefined um, familiar things for us. It, it was an excellent entry into Spider-Man's canon. Um, but you're right. Spider-Verse came into the Spider-Verse came out that that next year and completely upended animation as in a, then that's a whole separate thing, but also Spider-Man stories as a whole. It, and it, and it plays off of our expectations of all of the Spider-Man stories. You know, what if Peter Parker died? What if like, like there's so much that they do with all of that and they do it all within one film. And then the second one came out where they, they expound it's, um, it's so incredible. Those movies are absolutely insane. Yeah. Like they're just so good. Yeah. And and there's a bit of me at the end of the second Spider-Verse movie where I'm like, okay, we're getting a third because it's kind of like it's part, part one of two. It's a part one and part two. It, it was at one point literally or, called or like, part one. Or like part, part two of three, you know, like, you know, part like. Well, like the, the initial name of it was called Across the Spider-Verse part one. Like that was its, yeah. that was the original name before they changed the second one to Beyond the Spider-Verse. It's funny because I explained that to Sam and I said, oh, it's like part one of two. And Sam was like, oh, like Breaking Dawn or like Deathly Hallows. I'm like, yeah. no, no, because it's more like, a tr-. and I'm like, no, because no, like I was like, that was a text that was broken in half because the source was so big and they turned it into a film. So it's not the same. And so I was like, but you said it's part one of two. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's inaccurate. Then. Yeah. But that's where I'm getting that from is because that's how it started. Right. Um, but there, there's a bit of me that's like, okay, I would love to see a Spider-Verse style movie without a multiverse element. You right. know, I would love to see maybe just a Miles movie done by the people behind Spider-Verse. You know what I mean? With right. Yeah. A, like the the character beats and the moments and the the and and the writing the animation yeah exactly like you you can't you don't you, then you don't get the universe uh, differentiating stuff right you know like when Gwen's in her universe and you see all the painted colors and the color shifts and the like that is astounding and you don't get that juxtaposition outside of Spider Verse movie um so uh, you know that's just a thought but like it's just a bit of me that's like I'm a I'm getting a little multiverse a little multiverse fatigued. Yes. Um, yeah. Everyone is because the stakes don't feel real. They they do in Spider Verse, but that's also because it's it's it's, in, it's intrinsic. Yeah. It's, it's it's intrinsic, and it's also all about the characters, not about the fate of a world that no one's ever seen before, right? So like suddenly, yeah. you care because it's about people. And they, and they and then and then they build off it. Yeah. Then they show you the next coolest art style they can do with those characters, and they can they can evoke feelings from those characters with the different styles like the um the the punk spider-man in across the spider-verse sure so amazing with his visual animated style that supports his character but like so so i guess like the the reason i I bring it up is do you feel like it's it is like awkward now to to experience stories like spider-man 2 now that we've seen what it's like it's like uh, do you feel the weird like oh, it's just not what it could be you know in a it's like like watching Ahsoka in a post Andor world right like right like right. just the weird like and, and and they play in different spaces you know the, mm-hmm, the games mm-hmm. and, and the Spider-Verse films Ahsoka and Andor they're playing in different realms but fuck me also- one's better than the other like like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think for me because um, maybe maybe an example would be Star Wars Jedi Survivor and Andor, right? Um, because because those are two very different mediums, and they're doing great things in their own mediums, right? 
and I think for me, because they are doing their own things in their own mediums, I enjoy them differently. Right. Um, and they are doing their own things, both of them. I love that this version of Spider-Man, Insomniac's version of Spider-Man, we've got the two of them together. They're contemporary. It's not a multiverse fuck-up. It's not like a limited-run comic. It's it, it, the it, fact of the world. It is how it is. I, and we get so many unique circumstances from that. And it's also not an immediate passing of the torch because like that's always the danger when when stories like this are told is that there's always like one exists because they have to take over from the one that's about to die it happens over and over and over again right like you know it's a comic cliche yeah yeah like we've never seen two captain americas on screen at the same time Mm -hmm. and we well we might but like we probably won't for in well we did see two of two of uh two of uh, Chris Evans at the same time. Oh, yeah, right. You, you know what I mean. Two, two different. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't see them together ever. Like the, the first time we're realistically seeing that in any of the films is like, like, like we saw it a bit with like Iron Man and Rhodey, even though he was such a backseat so often. Yeah, such a sidekick. Yeah, yeah. but like we're only probably gonna start fucking seeing it when it's like when the Marvels comes out in like a month, which is finally yeah. like three heroes that are occupying the same space or at least two that occupy the same space. That said, we're looking at the shortest runtime MCU movie in years. And like, I don't, everything yeah, but like, is not but, sounding very good. Yeah. But like, we're, we're not going to like that movie is not Carol, Carol Danvers dies and Ms. Marvel no. comes out of that film as Captain Marvel. Like they'll, but bo- it might be a bit like Brie Larson doesn't want to sign another contract and she's, she's <laughs> just get a photon movie. No, no, no. She's still got two more, two more fucking Avengers in her contract. I, I don't okay. doubt that she's still going to be in those next ones. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean, right? It's like, a, like, w- like we're, we're getting, uh, buddy cop. Yeah. In With, a really unique way. Yeah. For Marvel, for Spider-Man. It's great. Yeah. And I, and, and because of that and how, and the types of stories they tell and the world that they've been building, I appreciate the stories that we're getting through Insomniac Spider-Man, irrespective of Spider-Verse stories. And, and that helps that I have that multiverse fatigue, right? So if we got another Spider-Verse game, I'd be feeling more of that multiverse fatigue. And I can just go back to my comfort food of give me a Spider-Man story that does something different but feels familiar. And Insomniac nails that. It's what they nailed in the first game, and it's what they're nailing in the second one too. So for me, no, I'm not feeling held back by Spider-Verse. If anything, it just feels a bit like where 2018 felt like we were really starting a new something. Now it feels like that has been surpassed by Spider-Verse and this is just the next step. It feels it feels a bit more ordinary than it did when we got our first taste of Insomniac Spider-Man back in 2018. We are now so familiar with their systems and their story and their, and their thing and it feels a bit more familiar and perhaps maybe slightly less special than it did five years ago. Yeah, like, I, I think, yeah, like, I am struggling to get it to pass after what Spider-Verse means to Spider-Man stories. 
but but I also did say to you like it's really nice to have Spider-Man centric problems in a Spider-Man centric story, um, which is not something that the MCU movies have even uh, uh, bothered to consider. <laughs> I want to yeah. say, um, and I think have suffered greatly for it, um, because yeah, like he's got his own problems that are Spider-Man stuff, and they wrap that up in such a larger than Spider-Man world in, in, mm. in the, in the Tom Holland movies that yeah. everything gets lost and yeah. none he's, of it. He's defined by the other characters that we already know. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or characters that we don't know. Um, jeez. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's, 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 I'm finding it a bit more awkward, I think, than you, but but not in like an overwhelmingly negative way. Just in like mm-hmm. a like a in a like in a I've had like I've been eating McDonald's for like six years, and then someone gave me like a plate of like perfect vegetables. Yeah, or like a like a three star Michelin meal. Yeah, and then and then you've given me like a bit more McDonald's. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I would I would not put this on the same par as like the like the movies we were getting. I would say no, no, no. I would no. say it's it's the Spider Man movies, Insomniac Spider Man, Spider Verse, like handily. Yeah, like yeah, like MCU Spider Man movies, Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. Spider Verse and all the other Spider Man movies. Too no, bad. no, that's fine. Ab- <laughs> absolutely not. Not even close. <laughs> um, it was one final thought I had. Oh, the other thing. One final thing in terms of maybe why this game feels a bit less special than the first one. Do you remember play? Uh, you probably knew, <laughs> but playing the start of Spider-Man 2018 and finishing the opening with Fisk. Yeah. And then you get a call from Otto Octavius. And it's like, oh fuck, he's in this game. Like that was a, a really cool, like thing that threw me off balance. I didn't know where we were going in 2018 when we played that game, like nearly for all of it. And I didn't know anything about Mr. Negative and I didn't know what they were going to do with Otto um, or Norman. You know, it was a lot of like stuff's new, stuff's familiar, stuff's different. What are they going to change? Oh, I don't know. In this, we knew a lot of what we were going to get. Going to get. We're going to get Craven. We're going to get Lizard. We're going to get Venom. We're going to get Miles. Like the most exciting things that we didn't know about in this game is basically beforehand was stuff we've spoken about like harry in the symbiote suit at the start of the carnival oh we knew which is like we knew that from the first game though no but i didn't know that harry was like i thought peter was just going to take it from him. i didn't know we'd get harry being in the action you know that surprised me you're right it's not it's not a leap to assume that we'd be there but still i didn't I, for some reason i didn't think we'd do that and but also we see him get the symbiote though <laughs> Yeah, I like I said, it's not it's not a leap to that, but for whatever reason, I didn't think we'd get it. I okay. don't know. But also, uh, the dynamic with Martin Lee and Miles, um, like that's cool, that's interesting. There are, I would say, in terms of the overall arc, if you've seen Spider Man three, then you know uh, you. That's all you need to know to understand the the arc of a black suit Spider Man story, and we get a black suit Spider-Man story in this game and it's cool, but it's, it's a black suit Spider-Man story. We kind of know what we're kind of know what we're in for. And, and that I think also keeps it from being that bit special that 2018 was as well. 
in that way it can't it can't tread in entirely the same ground that it did at least for me in the first game yeah like i think like i i know what you mean by like like i i knew otto was in the first game um like i didn't expect him to go doc ock in the first game um until yeah and i like until like and like they show that hand quite early um yeah but and he's, that's not, he's not, the not, through line of the whole game yeah i didn't expect him i didn't expect him to be like the overall big bad of of the of the game um and, and the way he and peter interact at the end of the game is so emotionally striking as well yeah yeah I, and I, I think it's it's a it's a thing that you can only do with a villain like like doc ock um you can't really do that with craven no v- venom it's it's trickier um, you, you need like a third party for that, whether it be Eddie Brock, whether it be Harry, whether it be someone else, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a, it's a different type of story. The the closest story you have to a, to a Doc Ock is, is Green Goblin, um, mm-hmm. in the sense of it's like just how genuinely close it is. Um, unless you do the, the homecoming, um, wonderful trick of like you, you change a character to be intrinsic to both Peter and Spider-Man being yeah. the, like Adrian Toomes. Yeah. Yeah. Be, like Vulture being the father of, of what's her name. Um, like that was a good rewrite of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah. Like I don't really know, like, you know, like the, the everything like, you know, signs point to Goblin um, soon, but like, I think that it's, it's, it's it's tricky when you need to try and do that really intensely emotionally personal story to both Peter and and Spider Man because some of some of his villains like it, you just don't make them known. No, um, I think no. the, like, the, the like Rhino couldn't be the third game's Otto, you know? Yeah, like, t- yeah, totally. And like you know, like Mysterio being the villain of the second MCU movie, they rewrote that tremendously to be its own thing and it, it worked mm. well enough um for that movie but like you wouldn't be able to go anywhere near that character doing anything like that ever again because it would feel so similar i think yeah the big three for this trilogy being doc ock being venom being probably goblin based on what i know from the first act like i don't know anything really much else about him after um i think that that works um and funnily enough the formula of the Raimi films. <laughs> I was just going to say, if they do that, it's just a mixed up order of the villains we got in the Raimi films. And like, look, there is best villains is the thing. They're the, it's the reason why that it's always them. And it's because yeah. they have the personal connection. If it's just guy in a suit fighting other guy in a suit, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, totally. Or fighting cloud of sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. it's one of the reasons yellow jacket barely works as a, as a, as a Ant-Man villain in that first Ant-Man movie. Because they don't have any in, in, in interactions till their final fight. Yeah, exactly. And when they exactly, do, they cause... they throw in a, a realization that the villain knew who the who the hero was all along. Uh huh. But why? <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very interesting case for this game. I think it will be um, in the conversation come the end of the year for me. But I, it is. I mean, it's a hard year. We got to point that out. It's a hard year to get anywhere near the top right now. It's been decided since May, <laughs> like, yeah. and and then been topped by other things along the way. So, like, it's hard to get into that conversation this year. It will be for me. It won't get to the top. But it'll be around. It'll be in there. Um, 
I'm I can't say I'm too surprised to hear that it's not going to be there for you, but I guess I'm a little a little sad. Yeah. Just because, you know, I, I loved how much we enjoyed the first one together, you know? Like and on this show as well. And and it's not it's not gonna be that this time. No, it's not. And like and like I think like to be completely honest. It, oh, finally. <laughs> it's not just yeah. I've been lying this whole time. Um, <laughs> I've not played the game. Um, uh, uh, the t- like, t- to be honest, it's not b- in my top contention. Not because it's a hard year. It's just not hitting. Yes, no, I, I see me. that. I see that from you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like. I I wish it was hitting for me as as much as I as much as the first one did at the time. Yeah. Um, but I think just like things have changed, and this has perhaps not enough for me. Yeah. Also, we have changed along the way. Also, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's an interesting time to look back almost exactly five years since the last game. And so much has changed for us. We're five years older, which, I mean, obviously. But, like, for you, that's, like, a fifth of your entire life, you know? Like, that's a lot. (laughs) Like, you know, Uh... we... We were we were less than one year out of study when that happened, and now it's like so far in the rearview mirror. Sorry, I completely fucked Jeremy up with that. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, I, I divide my life into like halves and quarters all the time. Into fractions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that sorry that messes with you, even if it's very correct. Um <laughs> uh so Good place to wrap it up, Jeremy. It hasn't been that long. It hasn't. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. I'm hugging my PlayStation One. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty messed up. I I am going to go back and listen to that. I I think it's our first minimap cast is talking about Spider Man, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't know. I think it is. I think it's our episode zero. Because I think I used um, a photo mode screenshot from Spider-Man that it, I took at the time. It was really early, but I don't exactly remember when. Yeah. So, if you hey, if you want to hear about our thoughts of the first game, you can check it out in don't the past. Don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe don't. But it's it's very different and very, very, very long ago. Um, and if you hate it, let us know why. Hey, why would? how could you do that? You could do that on our socials. Um, hey, everyone, thank you for watching the Minimap cast this week. We're at the end of the episode. Thank you for getting all the way to the end with us. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Um, you know, we may or may not talk about it a bit more when Jeremy gets to the end of the game. Not sure. This is kind of, this is a lot of our definitive take on the game. Yeah. Um, part, of, part of another reason that I was happy doing this where I'm at is because like part of me goes like, I don't know when I go back. Like I'll, I'll play a bit more, but like probably not a whole lot more. Yeah. And that's, that's a very realistic thing to, to say and feel and think. I, I was talking to people today about how we uh, in, you know, when we do pro- content like this, it's hard to normalize and feel okay with letting games go. If we got bored, like someone, I was in a discord and they said, I don't know about Sea of Stars. I just beat it. I was enjoying it, but then I got to the 10-hour mark and it, and I started to get bored. Anyway, wrapping after 22 hours and I'm still feeling that way. I'm like, why did you play another 12 hours of this game when you felt bored at 10? And they were like, because people will yell at me if I tell them I didn't beat it, beat it, but I still give my opinion on it. I'm like, fair enough. It's hard in this business. If we were doing anything else, you should just stop and do something else if you don't enjoy it. 
Yell back. <laughs> Yell back. <laughs> Be louder. <laughs> Scream. Yeah. Take advantage of the ability to have uh, an an audience and be louder. That's the that, that, that's the Spider-Man 3 tagline instead of be greater or like be together. Be greater together, just be louder. Be louder. Be louder on your own. <laughs> <laughs> be louder <laughs> without anyone's help. Yeah. Um so yeah, we may talk about Spider-Man in the future, but we may not. But there's plenty to talk about for the rest of the year. We're getting close to end of your discussions. Uh so if you want to know when episodes like this one go live, be sure to follow our socials. That's at minimapau on Twitter, Twitch. Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, uh, or minimap at minimap.com.au. No, no, no. On Blue Sky. no, 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 just minimap.com.au. Minimap.com.au, which is the same as the website. You can go to both of those places. Um, you could find on the website, minimap.com.au, you can find things like my review for Ghost Runner 2 or our previews from PAX. Uh, you could find all kinds of things over there. Plenty of written word, our other podcast, good time over there. For those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're about to we're about to start the post show. For those of you that are listening later or watching on YouTube, uh, thank you for watching. Uh, and if you've got a spare time, if you could give us a positive rating wherever you're watching or listening to us, it would help us out a lot with the algorithm. And uh, yeah, if you're free next Monday, consider joining us for the live show. Lastly, just wanted to remind you that you can support us on Patreon if you want to help keep the mics and lights on. You can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau oh pardon me and for five australian dollars you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the minimap cast as well as some more benefits we haven't booked in a time to record some more of those yet maybe i'll give jeremy a weekend off where he can buy a fridge in peace and so maybe maybe in a couple of weeks but it's coming i swears i swears we got some stuff in the pipe uh but yeah until next week have a good week everyone enjoy alan wake like i'm about to and uh that's it. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Louder on your own. <laughs> <laughs>